The film basement is filmed in sunny West Hartford, Connecticut, in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Filmmaker's Basement, where we are still trapped in movie, uh, the movie doldrums. I'm Brandon. I'm Andrew. And we're, we're going to be going to the movies we saw this week, in addition to playing a little game show later on. And on that topic, um, as I mentioned previously, uh, this is still a very dead time for movies, so I didn't really have, like, a ton I wanted to see, so I ended up watching uh, Death on the Nile. If you've ever wanted to know the origin story of Poirot's mustache or watch an old man meticulously rearrange tiny desserts, then Death on the Nile is the movie for you. Watch as Poirot is sucked into a murder mystery surrounding a newlywed couple and a jealous ex, where everyone is guilty of murder and the real criminals were the friends we made along the way. So, um, I didn't have high expectations going into this movie. Um, I think I, I think the last, I think the last movie that in this series was a uh, Murder on the Orient, something like that. Yes. That came out a while ago, and that didn't seem very good. I don't think that got very good reviews. But I was a little surprised. It was actually a very serviceable movie. Um, I'll start off by saying I think the story was actually pretty well handled overall. Um, The movie clocked in at like two and a half hours long. Um, It felt like an hour and a half long movie. It really flew by. Like, I was kind of surprised. I was was talking to my girlfriend after we finished watching the movie because I was really surprised by how fast that movie went. I was like... I guess I, I had to I had to check like was this actually an hour a two and a half hour long movie because it did not feel like it, um, which is usually a good sign when it comes to a movie of that length. Um, additionally, all the movie all the performances were pretty solid. Like they all did a really good job of like playing their kind of one note characters because I don't know if you know much about Poirot's stories, but from what I know at least, the characters aren't exactly like the focus. It's more so the mystery. So they're all very like kind of one note. Um, but I think for that, um, for being kind of one-note characters, they were all very entertaining in their own ways. Um, I will say the one actor who I think was kind of questionable at times was the guy who played Poirot, the lead detective on this case. Um, Poirot is a very much so a Frenchman, um, and the actor, for the most part, does a great job doing a French accent, but there are definitely some times where the accent is so thick you cannot understand what he is saying. Like, I wish there were subtitles that went along with this movie, because I could not tell during certain sections what he was saying at all. Um, but besides that, and some scenes where, like, Pro was acting like kind of a, a goofy grandfather, if that makes sense, um, he was he did a pretty good job playing the lead character, kind of like sitting back and watching everyone's performances. Uh, let's see. Oh, going back to the story a little bit. Um, I will say the, the, the central idea of the story, you know, the murder mystery itself... Um, was pretty well handled. Um, I definitely couldn't have guessed who was the murderer by the end of it. Um, the movie did a great job of, like, giving everyone enough reason to want them dead and also sneaking in little bits where it's like, okay, maybe this person did it here because they were at this place at this time, that kind of thing. And also giving them more motives in addition to that, like, why they might be doing this. And even when you find out certain characters definitely weren't the murderer, there's still, like, interesting secrets that they were hiding the entire time. So it's like... and. It's so that was that was fun in its own right. Um, decently creative in that regard. However, I have two kind of like big gripes with the movie, and I think that's why I was saying it's a very serviceable movie. The first is the ending is very unsatisfying, and I don't know how to really explain it besides like it's definitely a good twist. Like I definitely didn't see it coming. 
But on the other hand, like, when they revealed what was happening, it, like, I didn't feel any different knowing that information. Like, it didn't feel like anything had really changed in a major way. Um, I, I will also say, though, I think there were definitely pieces in there where you could, like, maybe have figured out that ending. So that's, like, kind of a cool thing. But I'll also say the reveal for... Because the whole movie essentially revolves around someone being killed on a boat, like, in the middle of the Nile. And you're trying to figure out who's the murderer. The way they, like, show you how the murder happened is, like, overly complicated to the point where it's, like... You had, like, less than a minute to do this, and it seems very unlikely you would have been able to pull this off. So that kind of took me out of it towards the end. Um, but I, that was kind of more of a minor problem. I do think the more major issue was that for a murder mystery movie, this was, like, not a very tense movie. When I'm going to see, like, a murder mystery movie, I kind of want, like, a little bit of tension, like... You want, there there has to be, like, some kind of stakes or, like, you have to, like, be really, like, invested in these characters and, like, to really want to know who's the murderer and, like, who are they going to get next, that kind of thing. But there, I think there was something about the way that this was shot where it felt very, like, matter of fact. Like, the camera was very stationary the whole time. There were a lot of frequent cuts to where, like, you couldn't really, like, focus in on one character as they're being interrogated by Poirot and, like, really get a sense that this person's on the edge of their seat trying to defend themselves. Because Poirot goes around and, like, is like, okay, this is how you did the murder and this is why you did it, and now you it's up to you to prove me wrong. Like, are you hiding something that could be, you know, prevent maybe misconstruing me? But we never really, like, get that tension that's necessary to, like, keep you on the edge of the seat wondering what's happening. Um, I think this definitely could have been helped, like I said, with some stationary shots where you're really just, like, focusing in on these people getting grilled. In addition to that, some, like, almost, like, slow zooms as you feel them kind of getting boxed in by Poirot's logic. Uh, Just simple things like that probably would have helped create a bit more tension and got me a bit more invested in the movie. Um... Because as somebody who actually kind of had to get up during the middle of the movie and go to the bathroom and come back, like, I didn't really feel like, first off, I had missed anything. And secondly, like, I, like, I, I don't know. It didn't feel like it was ruining the moment by doing that. It felt like a movie where I could leave and come back and, like, I'd still get the basic gist of what was going on. It wouldn't feel like I'd missed out on anything. Hmm. Even, but even still, even with these gripes, I will say the movie is pretty solid. Like, it's still well shot, even though it's not very creative. Um, The performances are all very interesting. The characters are fun. I did like Poirot, the guy who played Poirot. He was, again, like like I was saying earlier with that fun grandpa feel. Like, yes, that was weird at times, but through a lot of it, like, his eccentricities made it very interesting. Hmm. Um, But yeah, I think overall pretty serviceable. I if you don't really have anything else to see while well, there's nothing really coming out during this time, I think I think this will keep you interested for that time. <sighs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, so did you see Murder on the Orient Express or no? I did not, though I think the movie makes a couple of callbacks to it um, with specific characters coming back. I don't know if uh-huh. you saw it. Um, no. Yeah, I, I think there were one or two characters that were coming back from that movie. That were a little bit relevant in this, but but you don't need to see no definitely murder not to see this one. It's its own. It's its own thing. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like, um, the characters that are supposed to be, like, I think, quote-unquote, from that other movie, they're kind of naturally introduced in a way where you're like, oh, him and Poirot have history, like, that kind of mm. thing. Because we talked about it um, last the last episode we did, and um, we talked about, I thought that this would have been one that you would have went and mm-hmm. saw, and, and so it was. Yeah. Uh, but you were... You didn't go into it, I guess, thinking it was going to be all right. And you kind of walked yeah. out going, yeah, it was okay. Like, Yeah, I think that's a definite win in, win in this movie's favor. I, yeah. I think my expectations were a little bit um, Low. I think lower than I would have assumed going into right. it. I think I set them a little too low. Like, it's definitely not a bad movie. I think uh-huh. <laughs> it's funny. As I was leaving the movie theater, I was like, huh. I bet Rotten Tomatoes gave this like a 65% because this is, it's not bad, but like, it's not like that great. And then I looked up and got exactly that. Like, oh, dang. All yeah. Right. It's like a very like middle of the road. Good movie. Yeah. Like I said, you definitely won't be bored watching it, but I don't think it's gonna, it's not a movie you're going to want to rewatch. I think is a great way of putting it. You won't be bored the first time. You probably won't return to it. But yeah. Well, I'm okay. glad you were pleasantly... Mm-hmm surprised at your movie because um i saw uh uh just a complete <laughs> shit of a movie so we switched Excuse places my language. this week <laughs> i'm i very much enjoy a liam neeson action movie mm-hmm. um taken was is one of my favorite action movies um it has a good plot it has good action in it. Uh, it has a good story. This movie was so bad. Like, and I just looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, if I for those of you who didn't who don't know, I went and saw uh, Blacklight, which is the newest action mystery thriller from that Liam Neeson has done. You know, it's and, funny. Um, I'm pretty sure you could say that, and that's all you need to understand what this movie is like. Well, like so. <laughs> Do you know how, like, you have some actors who, like, play the same role yeah, in every movie that they're in? Hmm. Like Liam Dwayne Neeson's... Rock Johnson. No, because he Cause has he... some different ones. No, he has some different ones. No, sorry, no, my... I... no. Never mind. Go for it. So, in this, in this movie, um, Liam Neeson plays Travis Block, who is a government operative who's coming to terms with his shadowy past Mm -hmm. when he discovers a plot targeting us citizens uh, block finds himself in the crosshairs of the FBI director. He once helped protect. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking this movie is going to be like action packed. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of got that like angel has fallen feel to it with that Gerard Butler movie that he did in the third. I was like, that was a trilogy. That's kind of crazy to think about that that um the fallen movies are a trilogy but mm-hmm. it's kind of had that feel to it where like the u.s government turns on one of its operatives so liam neeson plays this like black ops operative who gets paid off the books from the fbi and he's basically like an extractor like he goes in mm-hmm. he extracts the fbi agent that's in trouble and he gets them out alive um so, like I was saying before, Liam Neeson plays pretty much the same role in almost every movie he's in, um, which is like um, 
down on his luck father whose ex-wife has left him and his kids resent him and he's this he works for the united states government kind of like taken kind of like the other movie he did unknown kind of like the menace yeah exactly (laughs) um yeah i get what you mean though so except this time he's so old that he's not a father he's a grandfather Oh my god. So that's so rude. So so he's got this granddaughter who he's trying to spend more time with, so he's trying to balance his time with his work and with his daughter. Oh, and he's got like really bad OCD. Like he's got to do 3 of everything whenever he does something. Did you know Liam so, Neeson's almost 70? I did not know that. <laughs> that would explain why he's playing a grandfather. Probably. Oh my god. Um that's crazy. Wait, does that mean he was yeah, like he does, 50 definitely when he does... was doing the Taken movies? Yeah. Wow. That was, that was less than 20 years ago. So <laughs> oh my God. That is crazy. Um, I mean, he looks great he for does. his age, I, I guess. But do you remember when I went and when I saw Cry Macho and it was Clint yeah. Eastwood? And I said, um, Clint Eastwood's got to stop doing movies because he's too damn old. That's how I feel about this movie. Wow, really? Because Liam Neeson is just so... uh, Like, there's... there's The action that's in this movie is... Like, he's not doing all the action sequences like he used to. There's, like, no action sequences in the movie. There's, like, three or four bits of it. And it's an hour and 45 minutes. It was just... I almost walked out. I've never walked out of a movie before, but I contemplated walking out. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to see where the end of this movie goes. And you get to the end and it ends so abruptly mm-hmm. that you're just like, wait, that's it. Like, that's how, that's how this ends. <laughs> They're trolling. There's you. no way that that's how this ends. Mm-hmm. And the movie ends and like his family gets kidnapped by like the, the head of the FBI and put into witness protection. And they don't explain that at all. Like, and they don't explain how he finds them in witness protection. And his, his daughter has like this resentment towards him because of how OCD and paranoid he is. Cause he's paranoid throughout the whole movie. He thinks that people are watching him. He thinks that people are, are like, um, watching his kids or his kid and his granddaughter. And, it gets to the end of the movie and he just like strolls up to this witness protection house and they just come out of the house and we're like oh we're so glad to see you again like everything's fine like uh, what and it's just it was just like the, the tagline for this is it's black light they're gonna need more men and i what I does also that don't, mean i don't know. see if you're saying something like black light in the title i'm gonna assume it has something to do with like you know the flashlight you know yeah to see like blood stains I, I on a wall or something like do not know what the the title of the movie has to do with the movie because mm-hmm. it doesn't have anything to do with anything there's no mention of a black light there's no black light in the movie mm-hmm. there's no forensics team so it's just like okay i don't get it so it was it, it is was, it is it funny how you were mentioning that um there were those actors that like they always do the same kind of thing because it's i saw a theory recently around actors like that the main one they were talking about then was bruce willis i don't know if you've seen mm. bruce willis's movie careers recently 
But he's very much, like, kind of cashed out and is only doing, like, action movies that, like, with he has to do minimum acting in and, like... The person that I can like think a million of other than Liam Neeson was Jason Statham. Like, Jason mm. Statham plays the same character in yeah. every movie he's in. Just this badass British dude who kills people. That's all yeah. he does. So it's just like, okay. Oh, and I did look up the Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie. It's a, it's a six. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's how you know it's bad. But yeah. But I, the audience I, score, I, they gave it a 71, and I don't understand why. Because some people I, honestly just want to see, they're probably, again, because like how, how I was, what I was saying with mm-hmm. the Bruce Willis movies earlier, a lot of the reason why they get him for those really cheap action movies is because they know people will watch the movie because it's a Bruce Willis movie. And that's probably exactly what is happening here is that there are people watching this Liam Neeson movie and are like, okay, Liam Neeson shoots people and there's explosions and that's kind of cool. I get it. Like, I get it. Like, but like, and I, I walked into the theater and it was like, I went to a three 30 showing. So I, I understand where, where I'm going with this, but like, there was so many old people like <laughs> well they like, want to see some representation for themselves i guess <laughs> oh um gosh. it's just it's it's so mm-hmm. it was just so strange yeah i mean he's almost like seven years old now maybe it's time for him to start trying some new i mean you know what he needs he needs like his creed too did you see creed too yeah yeah you know how at the end like rocky balbo is like yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna kind of retire take my time off i'm gonna do my mm-hmm. own thing and he goes off with his family in the end you need something mm-hmm. like that for liam neeson just be like you know what? i'm gonna retire from the retire from the action movie career and maybe i'll just do like some cool i don't know short like smaller role things from now on no no more action i'm not cut out for this anymore yeah it's just it was just i couldn't I went into it like, oh, all right, cool. Liam Neeson action movie. All right, I'm in. Yeah. And that's how they get no. you. That's how yeah. they get you. No. Well, they can't all be winners. It had to happen at some point that you were the one who saw the, the garbage movie. I don't think it would be, though. I want to mm-hmm. see, actually, what was the budget for this movie? Probably it was $43 million. $43 million? Really? yeah why and the opening weekend in the north america is his 3.5 million so oh my it, god it, the actor got people in the seats oh so, that's, that's kind of sad but 43 million estimated that's that's crazy i wonder how much of that was his um oh probably a lot budget. yeah yeah probably a lot um because that's all considered into the budget too, and it and of, or of course it's a Liam Neeson action movie, so there are jump yeah. cuts everywhere. Like, and I can imagine there's probably rougher have you seen, now that he's older. Have you seen the jump cut counter for Taken yes, Three? Did you see atrocious. that video? Yeah. <laughs> there were there was one scene he was he, like he was jumping over a fence, and they jump cut like fifteen <laughs> times for one scene. It's so it bad. was crazy. Yeah, I can only imagine that's worse here, but. Oh, well, you win some, you lose some. Sometimes you're going to get the garbage movie. It happens, Mm -hmm. but there's always future Liam Neeson movies to let you down. (laughs) All right, but on that note, let's cut to a segment that never lets anyone down, Pilot Wings. (laughs) 
And for those who don't know what Pilot Wings is, um, Pilot Wings is a game show where I pitch Andrew three different show log lines. Two of them are real, real shows that were pitched to a network. This week, they might not necessarily have been picked up, but they were pitched far enough to get into the pilot season. And one of them is fake. And it's up to Andrew to decipher which is the fake one using his superb television uh, knowledge. And on that note, number one. This show follows a team a team of top down and out women in suburban Arizona as they fight their way to the top of the cutthroat world of a multi-level marketing cosmetics business. 2. After pushing his luck too far, John Reacher finds himself out of allies and on the verge of being kicked out of the FBI. However, he uncovers a terrorist plot that can not only save his career but make him the hero he always wanted to be. And 3. Ex-cop Jimmy Hill wants to be left alone after moving back to his small Gulf Coast, Florida hometown. But when a local murder is linked to the sunken treasure of a lost Spanish galleon, he's drawn into the investigation by an idealistic deputy and pitted against the powerful town patriarch, outside criminal agents, and even his own father. So, Andrew, which of these great ideas do you think could be the fake one? I think you messed up this week. Did I? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless this is a completely different show. Mm -hmm. But I know for a fact that Amazon Prime mm -hmm. is currently doing or is currently in the process or about to release the show Reacher mm -hmm. uh, featuring what is his name? It's the guy from Blue Mountain State. They're like the the linebacker. Um, he, I want to say his name was like Allen or something, something mm -hmm. with an A. But obviously, Reacher was a movie based mm -hmm. in the Tom Clancy universe, and I, I've seen the trailers for this the new Reacher show. So unless you're pulling wool over my eyes, that's definitely a show, and it's on mm -hmm. Amazon Prime. Um. The the one number three about the ex cop Jimmy Hill. Mm -hmm. I <laughs> I don't know why that name is funny to me. I don't. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why, but that just doesn't sound real. Mm -hmm. Mainly because I don't know of a lot of TV shows based in Florida, like mainstream ones. Obviously, CSI Miami is, Dexter is, um, but they those are also Miami, like mm -hmm. Gulf Coast, Florida. I live Gulf Coast, Florida. Nobody wants to make a TV show about the Gulf Coast of Florida. Uh -huh. The first thing that got destroyed in the, in the movie uh, Greenland was Tampa. Like, nobody wants to make do be a Florida. movie about the Gulf Coast of Florida. And then also about a sunken treasure chest for lost Spanish galleons. That sounds a lot like <laughs> Uncharted, which is a new movie coming out like yeah. next month. Um, and then the first ones follows a team of down and out women in suburban Arizona as they fight their way to top of a cutthroat world. That, I think that is a show too. Isn't that show called Nails or something? Mm-hmm. I want to say that that show was all about like nail salon business and it was called nails. Mm -hmm. So three by proxy would have to be the fake one. Okay. Are you locking that in? 
Yes. Okay, well, my apologies for this. I thought John Reacher was a bullshit, like, detective name or whatever. Uh, that number two was the fake one. Oh. When I thought, my, my first instinct was when I was making this is, well, I have to make a name that sounds fucking stupid. Is it Jack Reacher? I thought it was Jack Ryan. Well, there is Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan is the show. I don't know about show... Reacher. I've never no, heard Jack, of Reacher. Jack Ryan is the show with John Krasinski. Yeah. Um, But there is a show called Reacher, and it was I've originally a movie. This. It was originally a movie, so, but they are coming what? out with a show called Reacher. Um, huh. And it, yeah, Alan Richardson. He he played uh, the linebacker, John Mountstein, and is Jack Reacher. So I messed up on that one. So I should have said that I one. I didn't even fake. know this was a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it comes out. He's recently um, civilian life when he's falsely oh, accused it's of already murder. Mm-hmm. Well, that's on me. I didn't even, I, again, I thought that was just a stupid name <laughs> I came up nope. with. Nope. I was like, oh, that sounds like a very generic action hero name. John Reacher. I guess it was Jack. I messed up the two. Yeah, no, that's entirely fair. Right. I didn't even know that was a thing. So that's on me. And it sounds, that sounds exactly like the plot mm-hmm. to Reacher. Was about, he's kicked out of the FBI. He just, it's like, uh, um, uh, he gets framed for murder or something. And he, yeah, it's, it's, I guess it sounds minds, like it's, I guess it's great minds think alike. I guess. I guess. Because I've never heard of Submit this. that to Amazon or something. <laughs> yeah, Amazon I love Prime it. Video. So both these shows are passed over. The first show was called False Prophets. I think this one was being redeveloped allegedly, but I could not uh. find anything of the show anywhere. So I don't huh. think it ever actually released. And the second one is called Salvage. <laughs> now, now that I look this over, this show really is a lot dumber than I initially thought. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Jimmy Hill. <laughs> <laughs> love that name oh man but yeah uh, that's on me i'm gonna have to start looking into the names i give my characters in the coming weeks that way i don't accidentally create something that's real i didn't think this would ever be a problem but yeah that's uh pilot wings this week um and on that note funny note let's move on to some movies that are coming out and this week and the only big one is uncharted and i've already been hearing it's not good Oh, of course it's not. No. Why would any um, uh, game, cough, like, cough, m- movie Sonic. based off a video game, be good? Like, you gonna tell me a Sonic movie was bad? You gonna really gonna sit there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. God, there has not, there has yet to be a good uh, movie based off of a <laughs> TV show or a video yeah. game, and uh, I will stand by that um comment forever until they make a good one and i really enjoyed the new mortal Kombat 